0: Marriage, family, business, right? Marriage is first because really the strength of your marriage dictates the strength of your family. And the strength of your marriage and your family put together really has the opportunity to dictate the strength of your business. Welcome to the Marriage, Family, Business podcast. My name's Mick.
1: And my name's Claire.
0: I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel.
1: I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator.
0: Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally-renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan.
1: We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail.
0: So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. On today's episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, Claire and I get a little bit into the air quotes elusive date night and why for us it's really become not so elusive anymore. Uh, and why we put a lot of priority on that. So stick around, tune in, and let's get at it.
1: So yet another example of real-life cropping into our podcast. You think
0: maybe that's just what our podcast is about, real life?
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe we should re-record our trailer for the 14th time. Uh, yeah, no kidding, man. All
0: right. Let's
1: anyway, I digress. Talk to good people. Um, so getting ready to um set up to record here today, and tonight is... Date night.
0: Date night. Holiday night. Boom, baby, boom, boom, boom. Um,
1: it is a new babysitter to us, though not a new human being to us. Uh, we've known her five ish years now. Great young lady, and great with the boys. So really excited to to have her hang out with them. But one of our challenges in the past has been having babysitters, getting babysitters, things like that. We have been very guilty for a while now of just relying on mixed family because they're here in town watching the boys and we'll send the boys over there and you know it'll be fine they'll just have a date night there and they'll hang out and play and 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 we still do that on occasion they love the kids and so they love the kids so they're they're happy to do it but then we would feel bad about actually taking time for ourselves It's like we pushed our kids off on the family, and now it's hard to actually get down to enjoying ourselves. I think there was a little lingering guilt certainly there for me.
0: Well, I will say for me, at the time, I felt guilty in general about doing things that were not work-related, that I view as things that... Are I'm doing for enjoyment, personal enjoyment. And I felt a massive amount of guilt. I'm sure it's Catholic guilt. Um, <laughs> but a massive amount of guilt around that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's that's where I was coming from, I think, in large part.
1: Sure. So, so we would use our family, specifically if we had a work deadline. Or we didn't want to send the boys to the summer program all year long. So can you watch them two days a week in the summertime, all summer long? And then I would feel guilty because... You know, we have small kids. My in-laws live on a lake, and then I'm worried about. Oh my gosh, are they going to remember to put on sunscreen or life jackets? Or what happens if my sneaky big kid decides he wants to sneak downstairs and get to the lake and nobody knows that he's there? And so then I am mentally putting my in-laws in a position where, like, my kids may come to harm and it's going to be their fault. I'm like, this is awful. What am I doing? Like, th- th- this this isn't healthy. I I, I am creating. Shitty situations for everybody involved. I need to take a step back here. So Mick and I had a conversation sometime, maybe early this year, year last year, basically saying, you know what? We need to have a dedicated date night and we could still maybe have the boys spend the night. Your parents once a month so that we actually can sleep in in the morning. And by sleep in, I mean like wake up with the sun and not before it.
0: Sounds lovely.
1: I mean, but let's pay money. To have someone come to our home, to put the boys down in their bed, to stay inside our house, which is safe, that I know is safe, I don't have to worry about that, I know these people, and let's go be together. Now, aside from trying to finagle that, also came, as Mick said, the feeling of, are we allowed to have fun together?
0: Well, yeah, look, I mean, to that point, it's funny, it, it's actually really funny, because we, look, guys, we knew what we were going to talk about before we started the podcast, right? But I looked at this whole thing from a different angle. All of what she just said is is completely true. But when I think about who I am as a person in my identity, uh, largely I identify much of my identity as a business owner. And so I'm always looking at how busy I am and all the stuff that's going on that I knew, know I need to do to, to make sure that the business is running. And so I feel guilty about taking time away from that also right so this goes
1: back to why we've named our podcast the marriage family business podcast and not the business marriage family podcast like Mick initially wanted to do because we are reframing for ourselves every time we record one of these what the actual priorities in our lives need to be
0: without a doubt without a doubt So I guess all I'm really trying to say is I just find it interesting that this is that that's totally where you looked at it and where where I'm kind of coming at it from at the time
1: so. but but I knew that too so when we moved to, to Traverse City, We did that with the understanding that I was going to work in the business too. And so Mick and I, for going on seven years now, over seven years now, have been married, been parents together, worked together. We are together all the time. And so the idea that we needed to go on dates also seems kind of frivolous in my head.
0: Because we're already together all the time.
1: Exactly. Why do we need to go out? There was plenty of TV, like eating up our DVR, that we could just sit on the couch and have some wine and you know, pray that the boys don't wake up and stay in bed. And, and that's what we did for a really long time. The problem with that is because we are so used to spending time together and spending time at home, and these are our roles at home, it became very difficult to be together at home. Is what I found anyway. If I'm at home, I'm maybe fiddling on my tablet or watching a TV show or cleaning up from dinner or folding the laundry. But what I'm not doing is thinking about my connection to you as your wife and you as my husband. And for a little while there, that part of our life really felt like it started to stagnate. And it was compounded, I think. By the fact that now I was actively working at the office as well. My role as an employee at Rockstar was overshadowing my role as your wife. Yeah, I see that. And that is a recipe for disaster. And I know that those of you who are listening to this, especially if you work together, know what I mean. It's like the frog that gets tossed into the pot of boiling water. If they're tossed into the boiling water, then they hop back out and everybody's fine. But if they get into the boiling water, or if they get into the water when it's room Luque temperature.
0: Room temperature. And
1: slowly the heat gets cranked up. Next thing you know, the frog has died. And I could see us as a frog. In fact, I said this to my swim buddy at um, at Warrior Week. I'm like, and she was like, Well, you you know what happened to the frog in that pot of water? I'm like, I do. The frog died. And as soon as I started realizing that, no, I need to turn around and go on dates outside of my home with my husband without having to, you know, okay, well, how are we going to get the boys back in the morning? Or maybe I'll just go pick them up. Or, you know, the weather's kind of bad. Can we ask your parents to drive them to town? But yeah, but like, are we going to want to go home and go to bed? I don't know that I'm going to sit and talk for 20 minutes. And, and as soon as we just made the conscious decision to pay a human being to watch our children, to hold down the fort and to get the fuck out of our house when we were ready to come home. Sure. I think that allowed us to start dating each other again. And so when we started podcast brain dumping, we were going to initially title this the elusive date night because we decided we were going to do this podcast. Well, and hold on a second. Let's just stop for a moment. I would still argue
0: um, that certainly for us for a very long period of time, um, and I would argue most likely for all of you out there that are listening, date nights are hard, man. Like, it's hard to find time. It's not that you don't want to. It's hard to find time for any number of reasons. We've just spent a whole bunch of minutes talking about all the reasons um, and excuses that we've had uh, for not taking the time to date one another um, and, and, and really actually have date nights.
1: And oh, by the way, let's not forget that most babysitters are high school girls. And you know what happens to high school girls? They graduate and go away to college. So you know what that means you have to do? Replace them every year or so. That's taxing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of effort. There's a lot of effort. And then and then there's actually the effort of, oh, by the once you actually square out all the logistics, there's the effort of, so what are we doing tonight? And oh, by the way, will there be sex involved? And if there's no no like legitimate, and like if that's the case, like what is this all like what does that all look like? Like it's like
1: that means I can't have a lot of pasta at dinner because I'm gonna feel fat and bloated by the time we get home. Well, I'm not like, gonna wanna these, take my like, clothes these off. These are all you
0: things know. though. Like these are legitimate things that go along with date night. You know,
1: it's true. It's true. And now that we're counting macros, like, I mean, you were looking at Maybe I'll eat this. But oh, man, if I eat this, then it only gives me 46 carbs for the rest of the day. And I'm like, well, if we're going to the brewery, that's not going to work. What are we doing tonight? And so, yeah, you're right. There is constant pressure, which is weird. It's like time to perform. which
0: is weird. It's totally weird because like you're the last person I feel like I need to perform in front of or for sure. Um, And yet that's absolutely what we're what we're what we're
1: paying for many times over once you count the actual bill of going out and the babysitter yeah cray cray except it's not i don't know if this is one of our podcast topics yet but it's gonna be okay if there's no value monetary value attached to something do you still value it what happens when you give some something to somebody for free That's why, you know, the old adage, you know...
0: Are we about to get into it's a cheaper-to-keeper type of a conversation?
1: I mean, I hope not, (laughs) but... (laughs) I'm kidding. But it's more like, yeah, you know what? We could just sit on the couch in our pajamas and actively watch Westworld. And that would be okay. But eventually, it's not special. And if there's not still a little bit of spark or magic in the relationship... You know, if if there's no heartbeat in the relationship, if the relationship flatlines, the relationship is dead. And so you know what? Sometimes just knowing that it's time to put forth a little bit of effort does wonders for one's mental state. Without a doubt. So no, you know what? Like, we have carved out the time. We've talked about time being commodity already on this show. You know how we feel about that. We know that date nights will not happen unless they're scheduled out. By the way, when I started the the intro for this podcast, the reason I was chuckling about, hey, real life is that I just got a text from one of our new babysitters this year, and we now have date nights scheduled through mid-October. Yeah, baby. Scheduled through mid-October. Guys, at present, it is September 13th. I have date night set up through o- October 9th. Like.
0: That's straight baller.
1: But we've made it a priority. And now I have committed these women to coming into my house and watching my children, which means I'm paying them. I'm not the type of person to back out last minute unless somebody is literally like projectile vomiting across the house. And we're going to go ahead and knock on wood and claim that's not going to happen. So I have committed to paying these women for roughly three hours once a week, which means we're going the fuck out. And you now have Google Calendar invites in your inbox. You're going out with me this night. This means that you will be home at this time. I don't care who thinks they're getting a meeting with you. They're not. (laughs) I'm on the calendar first. I get priority. We live by our calendars. Yep. I'm there. And I check. I check our calendars. I check to make sure you don't have curling that night or I don't have choir that night or there's not some giant launch happening the next day so that you might have to be at office until, you know, 1130, 12 o'clock at night. Whatever. But I have taken the time to make sure that we prioritize it, both from a time perspective and now from money perspective. Because again, since it's not free, since we're paying these people, we're going to go out, we're going to be together. That is our goal. Our phones are on do not disturb. And it is time for you and I, even if we just sit like, we had a great date night a couple months ago. Not that all of our date nights aren't great. But we literally just sat at a brewery outside. It was a beautiful evening and had three or four beers, walked down, walked back. And I, I commented to you at the time, I was like, it feels like when we lived in North Carolina together, first couple of years of marriage. And it's amazing how just allowing ourselves to reconnect in that way, not as parents, not as business partners, not even as spouses necessarily, just as people who adore each other. Yeah. Again, we were going to title this the elusive date night. And we are moving so far away from our date nights being elusive. Because we know how important it is to carve out the time to be with each other, and to be with each other out of our normal environment.
0: Yeah, and it it it, it just really becomes again, it's all about priorities. Mm-hmm. It's all about uh, watering your own grass because that's actually where the grass is greener. Um, yeah, it's really all about just just making sure that you understand. Uh, what's important to you. And, and I'm definitely of the opinion that I mean, again, marriage, family business, right? Marriage is first because really the strength of your marriage dictates the strength of your family and the strength of your marriage and your family put together really has the opportunity to dictate the strength of your business and how you can function inside of it.
1: That goes back to the greater why, you know, if you're one of those people who say that your, why is your, your spouse and your kids for crying out loud, doesn't that mean they should be put ahead of the business?
0: Exactly. And so for that reason, like if that's actually how you live and and that's actually what you believe and that's what you talk about, that's what you say, it needs to be a priority. It just does. Yeah. You know, and to that end, we now have not just regular date nights. Weekly. We legitimately have weekly date nights. Yep. And it's awesome. And you know what? Some of them are, are crazy, crazy planned out. And not most of them. Most of them are like tonight. I'm pretty sure that we'll probably just.
1: We'll walk into town and see what speaks to us probably.
0: Yeah. You know, we might end up at Mama Lou's and have some tacos. Um, yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. maybe.
0: I don't know. I, I'm not sure if Caso fundido is really speaking to me tonight specifically. Yeah, we'll but figure it out. We'll but actually, out.
1: this brings us to our very important homework assignment for mm, this episode.
0: Bring it, bring it, bring it.
1: Mick and I try really hard to be decisive, but unless one of us has gone through the ringer and planned something out, we're literally pulling ideas out of our hat. So, your homework assignment tonight, for us, frankly, as much as for anybody else, is toss out your favorite out-of-your-house date night. It can be anything. It can be they're in a movie. Maybe you're those classic people.
0: I was gonna say, hold on, hold on. I just want to make sure that I'm clear about what the homework assignment is. Are they saying what's the most, what's the 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 coolest date they've ever been on, or just their best idea for a date? What they like to do.
1: Uh, what they with like their to do. What, other. what works for their for them and their significant others. Some people may really enjoy going to coffee houses. Awesome. You know what? I would never think to to go to a coffee house with you. Maybe that would be fun probably not one that you know we know the people who work there because then it doesn't become a date night it becomes social hour but i'd love to know what what is a date night that really resonates with you and your spouse or your partner give us some ideas post on facebook post on our website something but if all of us do it then suddenly we all have this giant pool of date night ideas to pull from so next time you're looking at each other like hey babysitter's showing up in 45 minutes
0: MFB Syndicate. What?
1: What? <laughs> exactly. We will. Uh, we will feed off each other's fantastic ideas. So off you go to post, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side of date nights.
0: Yep. Yep. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us in iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you.
1: And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll
0: catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.